HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by S. Wallace Edwards & Sons, third-generation cure masters producing the country's best dry-cured and aged hams, bacon, and sausage. For more information, visit surreyfarms.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, you're listening to Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. Today, it's a beautiful, sunny fall Monday in Brooklyn, and uh, we're here at Roberta's Pizza, and as usual, the uh, home of Heritage Radio Network. And I'm your host, Kathy Arway, and today I'm joined with two lovely ladies who I'm so happy to have discovered recently, and I hope everyone gets to check out the great stuff that they're doing um, in in many ways. And let me start by saying their names are Jean and Kate. Hi. Hello. Hi. And the name of their company is also Jean and Kate. And their website is jeanandkate.com. And what they do is kind of awesome. Um, they started, uh, they met at a soup kitchen, not a soup kitchen. What do you call it, Kate? It's a <laughs> we actually it's called God's Love We Deliver, and we prepare, provide uh, meals to people who are homebound and are living with serious illnesses. And uh, Jean and I met volunteering in the morning, scooping soup at 6 a.m., no makeup, hairnets, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been friends ever since. Yeah, about six years ago. Cool. So it's been a long time. <laughs> and, and they happen to be really good at cooking, so they started a supper club where the proceeds are donated to In God's Love We Trust. God's Love We Deliver. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful. Whoops. Um, and uh, they've been, they began selling um, their wonderful granola and now granola cookies, which I'm eating right now, at uh, the Brooklyn Flea in Smorgasburg. So congratulations to Thank that. You. Branching Thank you. out. Um, it, it, it's really amazing. And I can't believe I just stumbled upon it and I was like, oh, 
awesome granola. Let me check out these girls. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's like, that's like only like one thing that you guys do. So <laughs> yeah, it's really we, um, cool. We actually started the, the granola as kind of a giveaway as part of our supper club. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we started this monthly supper club. Now it's a little bit seasonal now that we're getting more into the granola. But um, it was it was just kind of a giveaway at the end of the evening, just a thank you for coming. Thanks for being our guest. And it really took off. People really liked it. Mm-hmm. And we, we just started selling it first to friends and family. And, and then we thought, hey, let's throw a hat in the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, actually at my office, um, this is not our full time job <laughs> yeah. at this point. Um, I'm a fashion designer. Kate actually works at God's Love We Deliver. Um, she's always worked in nonprofits. Um, but we had a craft fair at my office about a year ago, and one of my friends in the office encouraged me uh, to bring in our granola. They had, they had sampled it, loved it, nice. um, and brought in maybe 30 bags. I think we sold out of them in 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> so I took that back to Kate and I said, Kate, I think I think there's a business here. <laughs> yeah. Let's expand wow. upon this. Um, and I, I mean, if you didn't know anything else about it, just amazing granola, hands down. It's like one of the best things I've I've ever put you. in my mouth. So thank you. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> and uh, I actually stumbled ac- across it at the Brooklyn Flea, and uh, my boyfriend was like, "Oh my god, that's the best!" And he bought like four <laughs> bags. Yes. And. Um, and then I understand that you guys actually pick the cranberries in your granola from Jean's family's bogs. Yeah, like by hand. By hand, we <laughs> like dry with harvested the clam them. diggers. Like, uh, so when we went up to Massachusetts, my family's—they've um, been in that area since uh, legend says the Mayflower landed. <laughs> um, so my dad's cousins at this point are cranberry grower owners for Ocean Spray. Um, and they have about 150 acres of cranberry, cranberry bogs wow. um, up near the Cape. And uh, we were fortunate this year to have the opportunity to go up for their dry harvest, which is um, before they flood the bogs, before the waders are put on. There's actually a couple weeks there where the berries um, are ready to be harvested. And you go in with these. Uh, we did the old fashioned with the scoops, but you go in with wooden mm-hmm. scoops. Um, there's some pictures of, on our Mayflower uh, style. <laughs> there's some pictures on our website. It of felt it. very earthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no kidding. But you so yeah before the cranberries are are flooded before the bogs are flooded there is the dry harvest and um shortly after we left and we collected maybe i don't know how many pounds i mean they were so generous cases yeah Yeah. they were really wonderful to us in these amazing old wooden boxes from the 60s um (laughs) the whole process was really kind of bucolic and beautiful um but shortly after we left they actually their bog is the bog featured in the commercial on ocean spray with the two guys Uh, with the two guys in the bog (laughs) yeah yeah so that was shot i think the week of october 8th um, and we're, we would love it's to go. It's about to happen. Yeah. Well, oh, it, it, it already it happened. happened? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. so we saw photos of it. It looked, it I looked think really both cool. of us had dreams of us like in the waders. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. And I, I don't know, ocean spray, like craisins, whatever. These, your cranberries that you dry, they yeah. kick the pants off of <laughs> the other ones because they're like tart. Yeah. And they're, they're like really red and they're they're not too dry, I guess. Which I think is, I think we only sweeten it with a little bit of maple syrup, which I think is... <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I, I think that you really get to taste the cranberry. That's, yeah. I feel like a lot of times you get dried cranberries and they don't it taste, taste like, like cranberries. Candy. Yeah, yeah. They, which is the whole point of a cranberry candy. is that it's tart. It's tart. It retains the flavor. 
I like it. Definitely. I do like it. And I also am <laughs> looking uh, at this beautiful bowl that Kate, Jean. no, Jean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong person. <laughs> um, you throw this on a wheel? Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is a stoneware, isn't it? Yeah. It's brown stoneware. It um, is absolutely stunning. And, and you sell these at the flea, too. Yeah, so initially when we started the Supper Club, the concept was that everything on the table was made by hand. The linens, the pottery. The linens? The food, yeah. (laughs) Did you make your shoes and clothes here? (laughs) We're soon going to be glass blowing, too. (laughs) My boyfriend's actually mentioned that. He said, "Uh, why don't we go to New Jersey and do some glass blowing? (laughs) I think that might be taking it a step too far. Mayflower. Um, so yeah, I uh, when Kate and I started, that was that was the concept, and I think it translates really well at our table at the Flea. Um, a lot that we've heard from the customers that have um, approached us is that they love the fusion of the pottery and the granola, and they they complement each other so well. And I think it complements Kate and I's skill. Kate is the <laughs> chef; mm-hmm. she is, I'm her sous chef. <laughs> Not even she close. comes up with the recipes. She is at very the talented. Club? Yeah. Cool. And it sounds I like a fun time. Yeah, it is yeah, fun. Yeah, we actually do. I, We're it, cooking on hot plates. It's a it's a teeny <laughs> tiny kitchen. Well, Whose no kitchen is it? Is it's, it at a home or? It's at my apartment uh, mm-hmm. in Cobble Hill. Um, but it's it's a cozy little space, and it is a cozy space. We try and do as much as we can beforehand, but it, the table is basically right next to the stove, so uh, people see everything. So if we drop something, they'll see it. <laughs> That's <laughs> the really, way I like to have way to hide it yeah. to eat, you know, out with you know just no, just totally transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many people do you fit in this in each dinner? Well, we call it Jean and Kate plus eight mm-hmm. <laughs> as a little riff on uh, John and Kate. And um, so we generally see eight, but we've had we've had up to 12, mm-hmm. I think. And we've had, you know, six people because, you know, you might have cancellations. Mm-hmm. So um, I think comfortably it's it's eight people, but, you know, we can definitely expand. So we've done that for, you know, friends, birthday parties. They've right. wanted to book it. And um, so we've, you know, made it work, added another table and squeezed some bodies in. That's, I feel like that's once the wine starts size. flowing, people don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone can have the same conversation, mm-hmm. sort of. And Definitely. Wow. That sounds really nice. Um, so when is your next dinner? Probably so, in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to focus right now on the granola and trying to get that off the ground. I think um, the expansion on that is that we'll probably start working um, into our wholesale accounts. Um, yes. Hopefully in the new year. Yes, you have um, Haven's Kitchen is selling yeah. the pottery, right? They are selling just okay. the pottery at this point. Why not um, the granola, too? <laughs> I think they have their own yeah. granola, actually. Oh, okay. Which and is, I think a lot of people do, I guess. Yeah. From mm-hmm. what they've said, they want to keep a lot of their food in-house. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to source a lot of their um, the t- the table items mm-hmm. and kitchen items um, locally, but then they're the cooks and sure, they have some really sure. talented chefs there. Cool. If we could ever offer our granola <laughs> there, that would be great But too. how are you going to supply all this pottery? I mean, it, doesn't it take a long time to make and yeah. it's just you throwing yeah. on a wheel? It is just me, yeah. Um, I'm able to get in there Saturday and Sundays uh, and evenings after my, my day job. Well, and where do you create them? Um, everything's made at a studio on Columbia Street, uh, Clayworks on Columbia. Oh, I know. Um, that. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a block away from my apartment, so I can be there at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> at- <laughs> and how did you know how to make uh, pottery? 
Um, it, I actually, I had gone out and gone down to Costa Rica a couple years ago um, and had had met this amazing potter and became really inspired by his work um, and came back home knowing that there was a studio uh, okay. so close to my apartment. I took a couple of classes. Um, I took, I guess, maybe three semesters of classes um, taught by a, a super talented potter named Sabina Magnus of Sweet Pots Pottery. Um, and she's also based out of that studio, um, and and loved loved what I was doing there, and found that people loved what I was making as well. Um, yeah, I was going to say there's something a little bit like southwestern looking about the design. Am I crazy? No, well, no, may- maybe that that might not might not the, have been okay. the influence. But not, not what is the influence? <laughs> I, I see like this. There's this raw stoneware part yeah. on the bottom, and then the glaze. And then there's something really cute here with the with the ridges, which I don't know how you make. <laughs> and <laughs> around the rim, I can't describe it. Obviously, but it's really really pretty and beautiful. And I, I don't know. I have a lot of like Asian pottery yeah, at yeah. home, so I don't recognize. It doesn't look the same, and I yeah. can't describe why. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting that you do say Asian. Um, I I think I am pretty um, inspired by Japanese pottery. Um, mm-hmm. I love Japanese food. Um, I there's a, a wonderful restaurant in my neighborhood called Hibino that serves all of their pot all of their their food on ev- on different plates. It's so eclectic and yeah. beautiful. And yeah, I think that's a Japanese way, huh? Yeah. Oh, cool. I haven't been there. Yeah. Kate brought up the interesting point um, when I first started doing the dots. She said, it looks like our logo. It's perfect. <laughs> I said, you know what? I never thought of that, but it does. So clearly. You just like dots. <laughs> You're just a dotty girl. A dotty girl. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, it's really beautiful. And I'm so glad that um, that somebody's making pottery. I mean, how cool is that? It, it goes hand in hand with food. It just makes sense. Yeah. So... And they're very popular at our, our supper clubs. Everybody's like, when can I get this? <laughs> do you do like special order custom? Yeah, um, I have done a few custom orders um, with Haven's Kitchen now. I'm, I'm sort of devoted to them, um, kind of dividing between our product at the flea and stocking their shelves mm-hmm. um, and trying to be cognizant of that when people approach us about custom orders. But um, I'm excited to expand it as much as I can at this point. And I've told Kate, like, can you come in the studio and start helping? <laughs> I don't know How if you is want that going, that. Kate? <laughs> I am more than happy to do it. I just don't know if she'd want the results. <laughs> yeah, it seems like pottery is just like a really um, fun... It looks like a fun thing to do. And of course, I'm saying that because of that sexy scene in Ghost. Of course, obviously. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a lot harder than that. So kudos. Um, this is really nice. So, so you guys have supper clubs. You have granola, pottery, and now granola cookies, which are delightful. What's gonna be the next? <laughs> You're gonna sew some pantyhose. Next? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, as Jean was saying, I think our our next big thing is moving into trying to do wholesale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really want. I think the holiday season, especially for the markets right now, is going to be pretty crazy for us. Oh, we're yeah. pretty booked in. So I think we're hoping for 2013 to be exactly mm-hmm. to kind of be our year to to move into stores and trying to do start you know something. I can't bulk. wait for that because <laughs> I really can't wait to get my hands on your granola more often. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, That's what we're hoping for. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really, and you have two flavors so far, right? One with the cranberries mm-hmm. from the bog. Well, we had a, um, the, the original is the one with the, the cranberries from the mm-hmm. bog, but then we also had a summer blend, uh, oh. which kind of came out late summer, so we only kind of had a month and a half of it. But <laughs> now we're also selling our autumn blend, which has uh, pumpkin seeds, dried apples, which we actually picked in North Salem. We went up for a day and picked them, mm. and uh, we've been drying them. Drying them. Seriously, <laughs> our lives are basically devoted to our dehydrators. <laughs> <laughs> and there's pecans in the classic blend, yes. right? Yeah. They're actually in both. Oh my god, that's, my, that's the best one. Yeah, I, um, I feel like they're going to be in every single blend because I just love them. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out these ladies at Smorgasburg and the Brooklyn Flea and the Holiday Flea and all these markets um, coming up soon. Um, We're just going to have a quick little musical interlude and be right back chatting more with Jean and Kate. Thanks. Thanks. Jack Inslee on the Heritage Radio Network.org. Today's program has been brought to you by S. Wallace Edwards & Sons. Edwards Suriano hams are aged to perfection for no less than 400 days and hickory smoked to achieve a deep mahogany color. The Edwards name is well known for its world-class aged and cured meats. Their exclusive curing and aging recipe produces a unique flavor profile that enhances the quality characteristics of Berkshire pork. Optimum amounts of pure white fat marbling contribute to a flavor that's a delicate, perfect balance between sweet and salty. For more information, visit www.surreyfarms.com. All right, we're back on Let's Eat In. Today's guests are Jean and Kate. And uh, they just established their company in 2011, so not too long ago. And tell me what it's like um, starting your your whole your sorry your retail business at at the Fleet. It's, um, it's been wonderful. Um, 
I, I, we actually started our, our first actual flea market was Artisan Fleas yeah. in Williamsburg. And it wasn't necessarily the best fit for us just because I, I don't think it was um, as food-based as we wanted. But they could not have been more welcoming yeah, and so easy to work with, especially for newbies like us. Mm-hmm. They could not have been nicer. And um, so complimentary yeah, of, of very the way that we so. had curated everything. and. Yeah, but I, I think we wanted something right, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think we wanted something more like more food based. Yeah. So, um, and we had we had heard great. Obviously, we we knew about the flea and heard great things about how they are to work with. And we submitted our our granola and our pottery, and they said yes, thankfully. And they mm-hmm. just they've been so nice and just very easygoing, but at the same time organized, which I think is a balance that not many people have. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't just, have that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've been great, and it's it's been so fun and inspiring to meet the other vendors because yeah, that's pretty cool. It's great because I Such I think great networking. We were next to Butter Plus Love, who you've probably seen in the Green Grape. Mm-hmm. She makes, um, you know, just delicious shortbread cookies and right. things like that. And um, it was great. Like yesterday, I said to her, oh, you know, where did you get that awesome pull cart? You know, we really need one of those. Oh, cool. And it's just, it's it's very helpful and just inspiring and to meet all these people. good for research, too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The first uh, time we were at the Flea, and for, uh, for me, and I can probably speak for Kate as well, selling at the Brooklyn Flea was on my bucket list. It's like, <laughs> all right, this is amazing. It's such an opportunity. Um, and the first time we were there, we were positioned between McClure's Pickles and Rucola, the restaurant in um, Borham Hill. And I'm looking at us, <laughs> and I'm like, these are two incredibly established businesses, two people that... You know, we take so much inspiration from. I took a pickle making class from um, <laughs> at the Brooklyn Kitchen. At the Brooklyn Kitchen from McClure's, like way back when the Brooklyn Kitchen was not in their new space. Um, so it was pretty cool to be sandwiched between people that we admire and um, kind of bring ourselves to that level. Yeah, of, like, we, we're doing this, and this is something. This is possible. That's great. I think, I th- and I think that's something that living in Brooklyn kind of gives you that encouragement. And, yeah. Everyone's a lot of people in our community are are doing similar similar things with food, and it's kind of cool to be a part of it now. It's an exciting time, and I, I'm so excited to see all the new um, artisanal food businesses continuing to crop up yeah. like yours, and really bringing variety and a different spin on just about anything yeah. you can see. So, and it makes you feel like you can do this. I think, you know, when we first started, we kind of thought, oh, you know, other people sell things. You know, we can't start our own business. And doing the Brooklyn Flea, when you get to meet other people, you find out that they've started the same way you did. You know, mm-hmm. they started yeah. cooking things out of their kitchen and sending it to friends and family. And um, and they've slowly grown. So I, I hope the same thing is true for us. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it's cool that you guys are both there. I mean, it must be such a time commitment um, to First of all, make the granola, work at your regular jobs, <laughs> throw pottery, yes. throw suppers. I don't know how you do it. So. I was laughing the other day with my boyfriend, Matt. He looked at me and he said, you look so tired. And I said, get used to this face. This well, is what you I'm guys are be eating like. granola all the time, so you must have tons of energy. And then the sugar crash. And then the sugar crash. Actually, it's not too sweet, though. That's what I like about it. Anyway. I think being so busy is actually in a funny way very energizing mm-hmm. um, and and to devote something uh, to ourselves and mm-hmm. something that 
we love to build this community around us, I think is, and I think when keeps we, us going. Right. And I think when we do get tired, something really exciting happens to keep us going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, we'd be very tired. And then, uh, you know, Haven's Kitchen was like, we want to sell your pottery. So it, it kind of pushes you to go forward totally. and to keep going. That's great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I think you're off to a great start, if I may say so myself. And uh, now for the real question. Um, (laughs) What, in your opinions, um, is the ultimate date meal? Hmm. Definitely not anything with marinara. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Because I just feel like that could be very messy. I wouldn't do anything with poppy seeds. That's good. Um, But I I think, I always think... um, pasta i always think it's yes yeah, i don't know i think i think i always think of the cozy. lady in the tramp kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but maybe with like you know but that was Alfre- marinara but i think maybe something like alfredo or <laughs> okay <laughs> but i do i always think of uh i think of pasta because it, it gets in the creases of your mouth and it's all like crusty <laughs> yeah, tomato yes, exactly exactly yeah that's gross it goes down your shirt it's yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to say sushi really you pop yeah. it in your mouth it's easy mm. not messy no <laughs> Except for the soy sauce <laughs> splashes. No. Um, okay, cool. Is this something that you would um, attempt to make at home? Sushi or... Yeah, actually, yeah? I'd make it quite a bit at home. Um, how authentic it is, I right. can't really... You're probably one of like .002% of people who would say yes to that question, by the way. And I'm really glad I asked it because I had a feeling you would say yes. <laughs> I, I, like I, I recently, tried something once. Yeah. I, I picked up um, Nancy Singleton has seashells. Had you too? I had her on last week. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, I picked up her book and actually it's went to amazing. her book signing oh, at great. the Brooklyn cool. Kitchen. Um, and I love how approachable she makes Japanese right. food. Um, That's true. And just to speak to the whole farm food, I think is is really cool. Mm-hmm. So just like fresh, uh, you know, warm rice, a fresh slab of. Um, fish and that's it yeah Yeah. it it really comes down to that that's you know that's sushi for you yeah what's it called when it's in a bowl like that i can't remember the Um, chir chir i don't know forget it (laughs) 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 all right so um so where can we see um the pottery um Okay, Haven's Kitchen now. Haven's Kitchen now. Um, and the Brooklyn... Oh, wait, both of them. The Brooklyn Fleet and Smorgasburg. Yeah, at both. We we sold out of pottery yesterday at Smorgasburg, which was pretty cool. Um, wow. And uh, we've been approached by a couple people at the markets, um, people opening restaurants, maybe wanting us to do some of the pottery uh, for their serving dishes, um, which I think would be a really, really cool project to work mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, gotta I need to figure out the lead time and figure out how, my capacity. When you're gonna <laughs> throw them because it takes a while to dry and yeah, bake and whatever. The finish. drying process is pretty um, pretty slow, um, and I I run each piece through two kilns. There's the bisque kiln, which um, just vitrifies the piece, and then I glaze it. Um, mm-hmm. So turnaround is not not super quick. I feel but. so honored to have a piece of this handmade <laughs> pottery, and I'm sure everyone would Please if they use get it. their hands on it. Um, and what do you have any like winter flavors or any flavors you're like kind of explain, playing around with for the granola? Um, right now, we're just kind of testing things out for winter. We haven't 
fully put it out, but um, I think it's going to have some dark uh, dried cherries in it and maybe a little uh, vanilla Mm. um, pecans because I just love them. (laughs) And and I was also thinking of maybe just uh, little bits of dark, dark, dark chocolate, um, you know, to make it a little bit more decadent. Yeah, Yeah. make it a little bit more decadent. So, um, but we're, we're still testing things out, so... That but but like hopefully, yeah, flavor. we'll have it. Um, we'll have it for January. And are you going to go somewhere and pick the cherries off the tree? Um, <laughs> Probably not then. <laughs> not, not this time. <laughs> I'm sure, when cranberry or when uh, cherry harvest is. But it was funny because we um, we use Summer? a lot of maple syrup for for all of our blends. And so my cousin who lives up in Lake Placid said, "Well, you should come up in April. That's when they do the sugar sugaring." Nice. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe we'll go start tap tapping tree. trees. <laughs> Yeah, where have you gotten the maple syrup like before? Right now, I mean, we just uh, we Wholesale we buy it in, in bulk. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we I, we were saying the other day we saw at the Brooklyn Flea there was somebody selling oh their own maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. selling maple syrup. So um, you know, we would love to work with you know more and more vendors. Yeah, yeah. and, and even with the local. chocolate, trying to find maybe yeah. a local chocolate supplier and Mass Brothers. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. There's definitely chocolate in this town, too, to be found. <laughs> There's a lot of chocolate and a lot of coffee. <laughs> hey, what about the oats? <laughs> I know, right? We can mill our own oats somewhere. <laughs> I wouldn't be imagine? surprised if we we'll somehow... Get uh, and butter? Sh- no, sugar. We'll start is churning there, our own butter. Is there sugar or agave syrup or nectar or whatever? It's, uh, no butter, but um, there is maple syrup and uh, brown sugar. Okay. So is there, like, oil in it? or Olive oil. Olive oil? Yep. That's like then, early birds too, right? Exactly, yeah. um, because I, I saw the same thing. It, 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 I give it a nice, like, rich flavor. Because I think sometimes some people use butter, and I think it's I don't know, it's a little too greasy for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm a granola picky eater, <laughs> and every time I make it, I can't I can't even make it good enough for myself. <laughs> I mean, I eat it, but you know, I, I think that oh, there are a few I really like, like. Um, uh, what's it called? The bread, hot bread kitchen. Mm-hmm. They oh, have a really good those. granola. Yeah. It's it's um less greasy mm-hmm. and less sweet too. Um, and I really like uh, bread bread alone's granola, although it's I a little I sweeter. Had their granola yet? Their bread's delicious. Yeah, yeah. their bread. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I like that everyone has different flavors, and you can mm-hmm. just. Pick yeah. it out and it's so easy to play with too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just fun to test things out because you know even if it doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to, it's still going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still going to be tasty. So definitely a good holiday gift because I think that's always like a healthy yeah. just and staple it fits in a to stocking. have. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Exciting. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's about all the time awesome. we have for you guys. But um, do check out jeanandkate.com. And uh, try to scope out their line at uh, the Flea or Haven's Kitchen. And uh, let's look forward to whatever they come up with next in the coming year. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for having us. And thanks, everyone at Heritage. We'll see you next week on Let's Eat In. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. 
You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.